Welcome back to the Real Soul Food Podcast, where I, your host Rick, will tell you how everything on your plate is bad for you, and I'll be telling women how they should be handling relationships in 2019. That's what I'm here for. That's why I host this show, right? Who said that? Who said that? Who said that? Nah, this is the Real Soul Food Podcast, where some topics may be harder to swallow than others, but I promise you won't regret listening. So this is accountability part two. Uh, my first, my first episode, I, it was more geared towards men holding each other accountable. Now it's more, uh, essentially like women holding men accountable for their actions and not holding our hands anymore. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want, I don't want women to feel like I'm speaking for them. You know what I'm saying? I'm speaking from a man's point of view to male listeners about women. You know, about how women will pull us up by our bootstraps, get us right, and we don't reciprocate that same energy. And for me personally, I'm 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 getting tired of I'm tired of seeing it. I'm tired of seeing it happen time and time again. It's one of those things that it's become quote unquote normalized in you know black and brown communities. So by the end of this conversation, straight up, if you don't like what I'm speaking about, you don't like what I'm saying, male or female, please write a review. You know what I'm saying? If you don't want to write a review, you want to be more private, you can direct message me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I want the feedback. I want the constructive criticism because I I feel like we need to have these conversations. I feel like these conversations need to be happening on a more consistent basis. So jumping into it man one of the things that i hate seeing is women being a provider for the man so she putting food on the table she putting clothes on your back she put a roof over your head and it's essentially like she's she's taking care of you when women shouldn't be our babysitters as men you know what i'm saying she has enough on her plate as a woman you know what I'm saying? she has enough on her plate she has obstacles of her own so as a man, don't make yourself another one. Don't don't make yourself an obstacle. Don't make yourself, you know, another mouth to feed if she has children. You feel me? So let me ask you, as a man, if you are, you know, dating someone or you living up under, oh, you know, you, you living with your spouse or whatever, are you being a provider? Are you bringing value to her life? Are you instilling values into her children? If she has children. And when I say values, I mean values like, are, are you teaching honesty? Are you teaching effort? You know what I'm saying? Teaching a child that effort is free. You can give all the effort that you can on a consistent basis. Teaching integrity, teaching respect. Because those children, they may be growing up fatherless. And you as an individual, you make a decision to insert yourself into her life. So essentially... You're inserting yourself into her children's lives also because she can't go anywhere without them. So you making that conscious decision to be with this woman, you're being with the children also. So if you ask me, all I, all, all I want you to do is just to make an effort to instill certain values into the household, instill certain values into the children, be a provider. 
No, the only example that pops into my head when I talk about this is I think about the movie Baby Boy, right? And I think about, you know, whatever Tyrese is doing, I can't think of his character name off the top of my head, but whatever Tyrese is doing is when Snoop Dogg got out, right? Snoop Dogg got out and he moved in and it was just like he was just there. Like he was he was doing whatever he wanted to do. He was in and out. He was driving the car. He was doing he was doing him. You feel me? And I feel like obviously, you know, to me, Baby Boy is like a very negative movie, you know, with with, with the way it depicts, you know, black people's relationships and how they handle certain situations and blah blah blah. So like for me it's like don't be don't be a Snoop Dogg. And I feel like that's what's been normalized is everybody has become a Snoop Dogg and nobody wants to be um, Tyrese's mom's boyfriend, the guy, uh, Melvin. Nobody wants to be Melvin. Nobody wants to, you know, go to work, be a provider. And when he tried to talk to Tyrese about doing this or doing that, Tyrese just sh- just shrugged him off. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, obviously, you know, choking scene happened after that. But that, that's besides the point. It's literally like nobody wants to be Melvin no more. Nobody wants to instill those values into the children because they feel like that's not their kids. And like I said, bro, if you decide you want to be a part of her life, if you feel like you want to be a part of her life and she has children, do you, you, you're making a choice to be a part of the children's lives also. So whatever they see you doing, if it's a little boy or if it's a little girl, whatever whatever they see you doing, they may or may not mimic what you're doing as they grow up. So like I said, you know what I'm saying? Using the baby boy example, man, be don't be Snoop Dogg. Be like Melvin. You know what I'm saying? So all the manipulating tactics I see occurring out here, man, bro, it's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Dropping her off to work so you can drop a car all day, using her income to to fund some type of negative activity that only benefits you. It's unnecessary. You walking into that relationship, bring value to any relationship that you walking into. Know your worth as a man. If you know that you have a good job, you got something going for yourself, you know your worth, you walking into the relationship and you bring value into this relationship. But if you have nothing going for yourself, it's one of those situations where you got to look yourself in the mirror and you be like, what, what am I bringing to the table? So ask yourself, what are you bringing to the table? Know your worth. In this particular time, she's going, she, is either she going to appreciate you for you or she's not. And the same goes for you. You appreciate her for who she is. So whatever, whatever level you're at, you know, whether you got that six figure job or you doing, you know, you middle class, whatever, whatever, or you, you know, what I'm saying you can't get a job or, or you're, and you're trying whatever level you at, she can make the choice to appreciate you or not. But you have to realize you have to look yourself in the mirror and know your worth, know what you as a man bring to the table. But being a user being and you know not being a provider bro to me like i'm it's played out because and i say it's played out because social media the internet has made it possible to hustle any and everything you get on social media you see people selling everything through social media they they 
you know, social media pays people who 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 are influencers. You feel me? So that many people are watching you do whatever you're doing. They want to pay you for it. So like I said, man, if you if you just being a user and you're not a provider, it's played out due to how easy it is to hustle through the internet. And if you're not sure what it is that you can do, I I spoke about a couple of a couple things in my first episode. So I hit on that a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You can, if you play the game all day, you buy yourself a webcam and bro, you play the game all day you want to. If that, if many, if, if, if a certain amount of people are watching you on a consistent basis, they'll pay you. And there are jobs, obviously we, we all know there are jobs that do hire felons. So that's not an excuse anymore. So uh, bro, just grow tired of the criticism you need to do this. You should be doing that. Realize who's the person criticizing you. It's your woman. You're around her every day. She's the same one telling you what you need to be doing. And if you can't accept it from her, then who can you accept it for? Who can you accept it from? I'm sorry. Who can you accept it from? She's she's the main person looking out for your best interest. Asking you to get a job so you can get some so you can get your money up and be able to provide for yourself and for her. She reminds you to go after your dreams. She motivates you. She pushing you to your limits because she cares. It's not because she just nagging, nagging, nagging. Remember, you want to do this. You said you was going to do this, blah, blah, blah. It's because she cares, bro. Women see more in us than we'll ever see in ourselves. For example, think about your mother. Think about your mother. Think about your aunt. Think about your grandmother. Think about any female garden that you had growing up. Think about that counselor. Think about that teacher who sat you down and told you what it is that you can do because they see your potential. They see that you're, you're more than whatever you're settling for. You know, they tried. They always tried to put us on a straight path. Well, we always want to veer off to the right, veer off to the left because it's cool over there. Look good over there. But they had tried to put us right back on that path because they always knew our potential. Even even my mother did the same thing for me. I wasn't no bad. Well, I I had my moments. Don't get it twisted. I, <laughs> don't get it twisted. I had my moments. You know what I'm saying? But even my mother put me on a straight path. My father did too. But when I was living with my mom. You know what I'm saying? She always reminded me of what I needed to what I needed to be doing. And I always checked up on me, making sure that I was doing the right thing. You feel me? So she's the one that kept pushing me even when I when I didn't even want to go anymore. I played football shoot, since I was like six years old, right? And I'm gonna be honest with y'all. This may be the first time anybody ever heard this, but I wanted to quit football so many times. Cause the thing about it is is like I just, I didn't like practice. I like the games. Love the games. I was saying this up until college. I'm going to be honest. Like, I I did not like practice. So, it'll be times, bro. Mom will come tell me, you know, it's time for practice. And I, man, you know, I'll fake this or fake that. Because I just did not like going to practice. So, it was multiple times where I wanted to quit. But she wouldn't let me. And I appreciate her to this very day for not letting me quit. Because if I were to quit, what what is that teaching me? 
that if I don't if I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that. I'm just quit. I'm just walk away and never look back. Dude, when I first got to college, uh, I was I was homesick like bad. Like I was homesick bad, and I did like the school man, and I wanted to, I wanted to quit again. I was like, bro, I don't. Well, no, I, not necessarily. I wanted to quit. I wanted to transfer, right? And when I spoke with her, like my dad was, he was on board. When I spoke with her, she told me, like, seeing if if I was to transfer, and those credit and those credits don't go with me, and I'm behind, and I'm not graduating on time, and then I say I don't make the team, all this type of stuff. She put it into perspective for me, for me to realize that this is essentially like quitting. You know what I'm saying? These people gave me the opportunity to go here for free you know, get my education, blah, blah, blah. And I was I was essentially like throwing it away because I wanted to be closer to home. And after that, after speaking with her about that and me not quitting and, you know, me graduating on time and me meeting all the people that I met, I appreciate her, I appreciate her for keeping me on that straight path, seeing that, seeing the bigger picture for me. So speaking specifically to women now, like I said, speaking specifically to women, like I said, I don't want to speak for y'all, you know what I'm saying? But only thing I want to say to y'all is don't stop acknowledging his efforts if you see him genuinely trying. He may have have made past mistakes, but if he's genuinely trying, he's trying. You know what I'm saying? Keep his spirits high. Be his constant reminder of why he's working so hard. He's making an attempt for a better life for himself and for you. So if you love him and you see his potential, then don't be afraid to dig it out of him. If you know that he can actually do all these things that he constantly talk about, don't be afraid to dig it out of him. As men, we have to be acceptable acceptable to these things because this is your woman. This is your woman telling you what you can and what what you can do. And men, speaking to men now, motivate her. It's the same thing. It goes both ways. Motivate her to start whatever company she want to start. She want to be a hairstylist. She want to do nails, she want to do makeup, whatever. Build that brand, bro. Start that business and know how to keep that business flowing. Cause it's it's more it's more to it than just starting a business and building a brand. Like you gotta know you you gotta understand how social media works. You gotta understand how business works, how to operate a small business. Like it's it's bigger than just that than, than just your vision. So 
men, it's like I said, it's the same thing. Motivate her. And in my last episode, right, I had told people to Google the 13th Amendment. If you did, I appreciate you. If you didn't, still do it, right? But this time, I'm going to ask people to Google um, Black Wall Street, right? I believe it was in Tulsa, Oklahoma, right? And only reason I'm telling you to, to Google the Black Wall Street is because this was an area with striving, prospering black businesses, right? And these people, they, you know, we was living amongst each other. Everybody was happy, movie theaters, just that, bro. Like it was, it was a, it was a beautiful sight to see, you know, granted, I've never seen it. I've only seen the pictures. I've only seen the movies. I've only heard the stories, but I said, I'm asking you to research that because I want you to realize that it's not impossible to make it happen. You have people out here buying like shopping plazas and they're putting black businesses inside of it or they're reaching out to other black business owners and trying to fill up these spots with black business owners within our neighborhoods. So the effort is there. Now what happened, you know, the end result of Black Wall Street, that's nothing that I can't speak on that because like I said, here on the Real Soul Food Podcast, I don't want to focus on the problems. But realize that it is possible to restart a Black Wall Street. Like I said, people are buying shopping plazas and trying to fill them up with black businesses. But I want to save that money and that business conversation, that financial literacy conversation for episode six, where I focus on that. But realize when it comes down to Black Wall Street, like we're stronger and we're mightier together as a than we are apart. And I feel like since we've grown apart, since we've grown apart, it's become very difficult to build. It's be, it's become very difficult to show our power in unity. Sipping lean all alone, jumped in the studio, put on my phone, murdered this beat, I've been jamming alone. Cup full of ace, got me full of slow, cup full of ace, by me by the blow. Blood to the face, I get how did I know? They reach for the bottle, they pass me some more. That Codini got me feeling sleepy, eyes low like a Chino, I've been smoking too. Getting high, flying with my amigos, driving intoxicated. That shit ain't illegal, my shit ain't illegal, my niggas ain't legal. I want people to realize, like, if you're a couple, you know what I'm saying? Both of y'all black and y'all trying to build something or y'all see potential in one another and y'all want to start a family business, bro, or you you want to do this, you want to do that. Like it's, it's whatever. If y'all see if y'all living amongst each other and y'all want to see each other grow, go to the drawing board, bro. Pull out a piece of paper, put all your ideas on that paper, bro. And determine your next move as strategic thinkers. Like I told, like I said, I mentioned in the last episode, like if you the plug or whatever, and you got all this money just sitting around, bro, you can invest that money. Get out of that drug dealer's mindset and get into a business man mindset. So with in this particular, in this particular situation, if I'm 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 asking you to put all your ideas on paper and become strategic thinkers 
it's essentially like you can put all your ideas on that paper, but have a plan. And I wish I would have mentioned this on the morning coffee when I, I was doing uh, the mini series on social media is, yeah, I want you to go after what you're passionate about, but also have a real plan for how you're going to pursue this passion and how you're going to capitalize on it. Because it's more than just putting something on a piece of paper. It's, it's more than you just doing it because it feels good. You got to actually, if you want to, if you want to really capitalize on it and you want to see it grow, you got to have a plan. And that's where strategic thinking comes in. That's where the critical thinking comes in. It's like I said, it's more than just putting something on paper and you manifesting those dreams of aspirations. You hoping for the best, but actually putting a plan behind it and pushing that plan. Like I know for me personally, when it came down to this podcast, I knew for a fact, right? I knew for a fact I wasn't going to be able, I wasn't going to really take it serious until I put money behind it. So when I, when I brought my microphone, that's when it got real for me. That's when I was like, oh, well, we got it. We got to do it now. Cause I don't, I don't, I've invested that money into it. So now, now I have the necessary tools to put all my energy and time into it. So if you really got something you're passionate about and you know, your spouse is constantly reminding you that you, you should really go after that, man, reach out to those people who are already in that industry. If you can, if they're a startup or they major with it, man, reach out to them. If they hit you back, cool. If they don't, they reach out to the next person, network with people, go online, Google these things, whatever question you have, Google Nine times out of 10, it's going to have an answer for you. So use Google, utilize Google, man. Go to YouTube, man. The world, the world is your oyster. You have, the answers are out here. You just got to go look for them, right? You have access to this information, but you just got to take advantage of it. And you know, a lot of things, you know, people go off to college and you get right on YouTube and you'll see that same information that you learned that you spent money on and it's somebody's looking at it somebody's learning it for free so realize that it's a lot of information out here man take advantage of it pass it on to the next person network amongst each other and let's grow so this segment is strictly for my black couples man i love 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 black love man the most it's the most beautiful thing to me you know, I love seeing, I love seeing it no matter where I'm at, bro. Black couples striving and prospering together reminds me why I want to see my people elevate together. You know what I'm saying? So black women, sis, queen, I can't, me personally, I can't keep sitting back and watching you, watching y'all get the short end of the stick. I feel like y'all deserve more than what you received and as a result like y'all y'all have been silenced like nobody's nobody's listening to y'all so y'all it's kind of like y'all molded y'all created y'all own lane and i love seeing i love getting on social media and seeing this this black woman started this or this is the first black woman to do this and blah blah blah. it's like y'all didn't let y'all didn't let the weights hold y'all down even though you know as black people we go through all these obstacles but i feel like black women 
they have 10 times more obstacles than anybody on this earth. That's just how I feel personally. So I made this my episode for that very reason, man. I want to be a male voice that'll stand at the forefront for any woman that is trying to climb, who's trying to climb that so-called ladder of success. And you're actually doing it. You feel me? For, for women in positions where they feel like they can't get to a new plateau and they're stuck, man. Don't let that, don't let those type of things, don't let those little, those little things detour you and knock you off your grind, bro. I'm, I'm rooting for you. I'm sure other black men who want to see our women prosper, they're rooting for you, man. Just know that we have your back through any and everything. Because I feel like we should be building together. Like I said, everybody's become more independent in what they're doing. I feel like we should be building together because one way, and that's one way that we'll climb out of this so-called barrel. You know, they like to use that little analogy, crabs in a barrel. So my thought processing is like, if we create a strong family dynamic again, then we can we can get each other out of this so-called barrel. So if you make it out, you make it out the hood or you do this, you do that. I feel like a lot of people don't turn around and look back and, and, and look at what they're leaving behind or look at who they're leaving behind. It's kind of like if you get out of this barrel, bro, throw that rope back in, pull somebody else out. That next person, throw the rope back in, pull the next person out. Instead of you done climbed on top of somebody and you done got out the barrel and now you just walk away. I I want us to create that strong family dynamic again. Realize that we're mightier together than we are apart. And we can we we can really flex our muscles through unity. So I just wanted to say that, man. Shout out to all the black couples, man. Shout out to everybody tuning into the Real Soul Food Podcast, man. I want to thank you for taking a seat at the table. I hope you enjoyed that Real Soul Food, man. Please leave a rating and a review on iTunes. Follow us on Spotify. Reach out on the Anchor app. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and IG, man, at Real Soul Food P.O.D. I'm out of here. Peace.